It's April 1st, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top story today, Russian forces continue to focus their strikes on Ukraine in four areas, including the capital city of Kiev, Chernyiv, Izium, and the Donbass, a senior U.S. defense official told reporters Thursday. The official stressed, Kyiv is still very much under threat from airstrikes, despite Russia's comments about pulling back from the area. Yesterday, Russian President Vladimir Putin signed a decree ordering 134,500 new conscripts into the army as part of Russia's annual spring draft. Conscripts will undergo a few months of training, and while Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogu said none of those called up would be sent to hotspots, it is still possible. Putin had denied using conscripts in Ukraine, but on March 9th, the Russian Defense Ministry acknowledged that some had been used. Putin then ordered military prosecutors to investigate and punish the officials responsible for disobeying his instructions. The UK Defense Ministry said that between 1,200 and 2,000 Russian troops in Georgia were being reorganized into three battalion tactical groups in order to reinforce those on the front lines in Ukraine. I think one of the interesting things here is that Russia has had to move troops away from other contested areas to Ukraine. They pulled troops originally from their contested border with China, and now from their contested border with Georgia. This makes Russia incredibly vulnerable on their other flanks. It doesn't seem likely that any other country will test that, but it's an important signal of how vital this war is to the Russian regime. Italy will hit the NATO goal of spending 2% of GDP on defense in 2028, Prime Minister Mario Draghi said on Thursday, confirming it will miss an original target of 2024 after opposition from within his ruling coalition. The government currently earmarks around 1.4% of economic output for military spending and would have had to increase its defense budget by $13.4 billion over the next two years to reach a goal established by members of the Atlantic Alliance in 2014. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky announced on Thursday that two of his country's top security officials had been dismissed from their roles as generals for being, quote, traitors. Zelensky did not elaborate on what led to the two officials being dismissed, though he noted that under the Ukrainian army's disciplinary statute that officers who have not decided where their homeland is and who violate the military oath of allegiance to the Ukrainian people as regards to the protection of our state, its freedom and independence, would inevitably be deprived of senior military ranks. The U.S. State Department has seen reports of U.S. citizens being singled out and detained by the Russian military in Ukraine. Quote, in terms of Ukraine, there have been Americans who have been detained, who have since been released, spokesperson Ned Price said in a briefing on Thursday. On Wednesday, the president of the Georgian breakaway state of South Obsessia, Anatoly Bibliov, had said that he would begin the legal process for the self-proclaimed state to join Russia via a referendum on unity. The government of North Ossetia, a Russian region with close links to its smaller southern neighbor, backed the unity proposal. Senior European Union figures have been barred from entering Russia in response to what the Kremlin has tried to portray 
as anti-Russian policies. EU officials, lawmakers, public figures, and journalists are among those sanctioned, Reuters reports. The presidents of the European Commission and European Council, Ursula von der Leyen and Charles Michael, along with EU foreign policy chief Josep Borrell, began virtual talks with Chinese Premier Li Kuchong. They were due later on Friday to speak with President Xi Jinping. China itself has concerns that European countries are taking harder-line foreign policy cues from the United States and has called for the EU to exclude external interference from its relations with China. European Parliament President Roberta Metsola is traveling to Ukraine's capital, Kyiv, in a show of support for the country in the wake of Russia's invasion. Metsola is the first president of an EU institution to visit the Ukrainian capital since Russia launched its lethal invasion on February 24th. President Joe Biden on Thursday launched the largest release ever from the U.S. Emergency Oil Reserve and challenged oil companies to drill more in an attempt to bring down gas prices that have soared during Russia's war with Ukraine. He also called on Congress to make companies pay a fee if they are sitting on thousands of unused oil and gas leases and wells on public lands. The United States on Thursday imposed fresh sanctions on Russia, targeting the technology sector, a sanctions evasion network, and what it called malicious cyber actors while paving the way to act against additional sectors in response to Vladimir Putin's assault on Ukraine. Washington also determined that three new sectors in the Russian economy are subject to sanctions under an existing executive order, allowing the United States to slap punitive measures on any person or entity operating in the aerospace, marine, and electronics sectors. Although Russia promised to provide a humanitarian corridor to Mariupol today, the International Committee of the Red Cross has said that they were not given permission to take aid into the city. Their goal is to lead a convoy of about 54 Ukrainian buses and an unknown number of private vehicles out of the city. In a statement yesterday, Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister Irana Vereshchuk said that about 100,000 people remain in Mariupol that need evacuation, and that 45,000 people were forcibly taken to Russian-occupied areas in the Donbass and to Russia itself. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune into all of our other great podcasts on the network, like Deep State Radio and Next in Foreign Policy. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.